The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. March has arrived and we're only weeks away from the big tournament. Yes, that tournament. Make sure you head to Bet Online and open an account today to get in on their $100,000 Bracket Madness contest starting March 15th. And remember, the NBA and XFL are still going strong. So whatever your passion is, Bet Online is the place to be for all your betting needs. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner, Bet Online, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, to get your 50% sign-up bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world! George's Box. Welcome to George's Box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. And it's a good day to be a Yankee fan. It's Tampa week, baby. We're here. We're here two days away when you're hearing this one day away. Yeah. So if you're hearing this, it's Tampa Eve. I'm excited. I don't give a shit about the coronavirus. I'll tell you that right now. 99% of the people that are that are dying from this are over, are over like, 80. Yeah. The median's 80. The youngest person's died 61. We're good. Yeah, I feel good about it. my only concern was obviously I have a baby, and because everyone's like it's the old and the young, but it's really only been the old because normally it's the flu. Everyone just went based off the flu. It's the old and the young, so that was like my only thing. I have made an agreement with my wife that when I come home Sunday, I will just my suitcase will go right to the like laundry room, and I will immediately take a shower before I touch a baby. But I was like, I would do that anyway coming off a plane. Yeah, from Tampa in yeah. three days yeah. <laughs> with us. <laughs> yeah, just drinking Sailor Jerry all week. All week, Savage Apple. Yeah. No, I mean, I flew to Austin last week, flying to Tampa tomorrow. It's, you got to keep living. Was – how were – was your – like, did you notice anything? Like, going to Austin, was the, like, flights empty? No, but people had masks on. The flights were full, but there were a lot of masks. I'd the, say, like, maybe 20% of the plane had masks, which is a lot compared to usually zero. Yeah, the masks – do nothing though. Right. Like every news outlet is like, by the way, these masks do nothing. And people are like, I gotta get some masks. 
I don't I don't know what's up with that. I did read something that if you're clean shaven, better chance you're you're safer. So it's good for the Yankees. Yeah, <laughs> good yeah. for our guys. And like, here was my whole thing. So there are people who have like legitimate, you know, like they were going to to Austin, like South by Southwest. Yep. There are big conferences and stuff that are getting canceled, and people are stuck with their tickets. And so a lot of airlines have been making like changes. And I, we're, well, we're both flying Americans. Yeah. We fly to Philly, and um, they were the last ones to do it. And I saw like I paid three hundred and fifty dollars for my flight down there. Okay. And then I saw the other day that same flight, same ticket was $69. One way down there. Yes. And so I was waiting for them to, like, waive fee. Because I called, I was like, hey, this is much cheaper. And they're like, yeah, well, you don't have, like, you don't have flexibility here. Like, there's change <laughs> fees and shit. Like, yeah, that's what you paid. And now we're charging different. That's how that works. And so I was waiting. I've been bitching at them on Twitter and stuff and just retweeting people. Just being a real pain in the ass. Yeah. Like, people who have serious issues, not me, who are just like, I want to pay less to go drink with my friends. And uh, at 11.59 last night, they waived all fees. So I saw that this morning and was like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to cancel my flight. I'm going to buy the new cheap flight. Three days out, they have – like my plane is more than half empty, and they um, – the cheapest ticket's $500. Like, Because I normally I'll buy basic economy, and then I'll buy a seat anyway, but they just got rid of basic economy. Uh, see, I've never done basic economy. I, I can't be assigned a seat at check-in. That's too much stress. So what I do is a week out, you can pick your seat, but you okay. can pay for it. But because I'm six one, like I'm not the tallest guy in the world, but I also have a bad knee. Um, I almost always buy an exit row. Okay. And most of my flights are San Francisco and Vegas. Yeah, I mean San so Fran. Like San Fran's like over six. Yeah, so I need like yeah, that's a that that's worth level. it. You like, got to support it. It's an extra fifty bucks or and a lot. Most of the time, my travel is for work. Yeah, so like work's paying for or like when I go, I don't buy basic economy from going to Europe. I'm buying you know more like room anyway. Yeah. So the basic economy thing's always worked out for me because I never just wait to be assigned a seat. Um, but now, yeah, they've. Uh, I, I'm not seeing any benefit from this. See, I used miles for one of – I think I used miles for the flight that we're doing back, and then I paid like maybe 200 bucks yeah. for the flight on Thursday. So I was only 200 bucks all in anyway, so I haven't I even been I used miles monitoring. on the way back. Okay, yeah, I haven't been monitoring. 350 It's a lot for one way to Because I ended up waiting because I'm like – one, I didn't know if I was going to be working or on paternity leave. And then I also didn't know if I was working where I would be. So when I saw the – Ticket prices going up. Like at one point, they were like seventy dollars. Then I saw it got up to like two hundred. You bought, and then it got up to three hundred. And I was like, all right. Well, at that point, I still wasn't going out on leave yet, so I was just going to make up a bullshit meeting with a client. I was just like, you know, our clients are just be like, yo, hey, we need to have a meeting. Come, I'll just fly out of New York for eighty bucks. Right. Okay. So that's what I was going to do. Go up there, have like a nine thirty meeting. Get fly out at noon flight. or something, yeah. Plus, I was traveling for a meeting today. It makes it much easier to disappear for the afternoon. Much easier. Yeah, yeah. no. So. Interested to see how the airport is this week compared to last week since I'm flying back-to-back weeks. Yeah. See if there's more paranoia from the weekend. I've or... heard they're, like, empty. I've heard, like, this week very much the airports have emptied. But, like, if you're a somewhat healthy person, you're you're going to be fine. Yeah, we're fine. I'm, I think I – honestly, I've pre-checked. I think I could get to the airport like an hour before and like cruise through on Thursday. Oh, I get to the airport like – so ooh, now that 
because I'm getting the rental car, so that does throw a little bit of curve. That's time. You're not, we're not checking, and you're not checking the bag, though. I might have to just because, like, I'm bringing a lot of equipment. Uh, we'll see. But, um, no, just a matter of if I go to the lounge. I'll get to the airport three hours early. I don't give a fuck. Because I just go and I send the Amex right, and drink. Sure. Like, I'm getting my Amex fees back in beers every year. Like, I pay 500 and 500 550 something like that. Like, I drink that much in Amex lounges. And airport beer is like nine bucks. Eight nine bucks. Yeah. If you have to pay for them, yeah, so yeah that probably probably evens out. Yeah, every time like, I'll go, I'll drink like a six pack tomorrow. You know, on Thursday, and then, well, normally I would. I don't know. Now I got to watch it because I have to drive. Flying is something that I think it's worth it to spend. And like like flying is a hassle. So any money you can spend to make it easier and more enjoyable, like pre check or yeah. priority boarding, like I think all that shit's worth it. Just because I don't want to take my shoes off and. Yeah. I can put liquids in a bag and take out a laptop. It's I awful going through regular security. I don't worry about priority boarding. Like, I don't pay extra to board ever because if I really think it's going to be bad, if it's the holidays, I just bring a knee brace. I've had enough surgeries where I'm just like, oh. Oh, I'm handicapped. You know, yeah. Not handicapped. Can't say I'm handicapped. Um, <laughs> but also, like, I don't go, like, if they're, like, group one, group two, I'm not going up there. But once you get to, like, group three, once you get, because you know how it's, like, there's two lanes. Yeah. And it's like, here's the one lane. That's for, like, the first two groups. And then the other seven have to go in this other one. Once it's out of the first two, it's free for Dude, I've noticed that people – I've seen – Yeah. It's all the same to me. I have the American uh, American Airlines credit card, so I'm group five every time out of okay. nine. So I know how this works. And I'll see guys, like, you know, group seven and eight, and they're, like, going ahead of me. And I'm like, damn, are they going to get – and they go right through. I'm yeah. like, these people scanning. I just play dumb. I throw on headphones, like – I've maybe once had someone ask. You got to think about it from the, the worker's perspective. Like, do they want to cause a scene? Do they want to delay things? If yeah. you're just a regular guy yeah. walking through with headphones on. And it's like, I pride myself on being good in airports. Okay. Like, I am good with, like, I'm I'm through security quickly. Yeah. Even before I had pre-check. But, like, I'm through security quickly. I get my shit back. Like, yeah. I get my shit off. I get my shit back, like, in no time at all. Um, and then just like boarding the plane, getting like, I'm ready to go. I'm getting my, sh- my shit in a bin on the plane. I'm in my seat quickly. Right. Right. You got to be quick. Best thing about pre-check is no kids, no families. Yeah. It's all people traveling for work alone. Yeah. So it's like, I, I think to a certain extent, cause you're probably the same way, like you carry yourself in a way where it's like, I don't even let them look at my thing cause it's just on my phone. You know, yeah. it's the people who have paper tickets who are fumbling shit. Yeah, I just yeah. go, I put it yeah. down. I don't even break stride. You know, and we're good. And yeah. We're on the plane. Good to go. So, Tampa, I'm excited. You moved this week too, I, dude. I flew to. I was. We recorded. You know, when I was in Austin last week, I got back from Austin on Wednesday night, late. Had two days, then I had to move on Saturday. Uh, I've been in the new place for whatever two, three days, and then I'm flying to Tampa tomorrow. It's been a hectic. Are you even unpacked? Mostly unpacked, you know, got a couple. You also of... don't own much stuff, I would. Oh, imagine. exactly. Yeah, it was yeah. easy, dude. The movers came like it was. It was under three hours from movers getting to Old City to movers leaving Fairmount. I mean, I got a couple of you know Jeter picture frames to hang yeah. and stuff like that. But the main TV's up, beds put together, couches getting delivered on the twenty first. So we're we're almost there. How old are you? Twenty seven. It's concerning that you weren't quite sure. Do you have a birthday coming up? Uh, August twenty third. Oh, so it's not that close. Yeah, no. You had it, you had the pause of like I have a birthday in like a week or something. yeah. Usually right. I I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm used to saying twenty six, but now I'm twenty seven. Twenty seven to just hire movers. You're a good man. 
Dude, it's a pain. You got to pay for a U-Haul anyway. And I people are like, oh, why don't you just do it yourself? Like, I'm going to spend money on a U-Haul and bust my ass for 10 hours all and day. And people. And then everyone fucking hates you. Dude, I, that's the thing. Don't ask me to move. Like, if you're my friend and you're and you're listening to this, and do not ask me to help you move because I don't want to do it. And I didn't no ask anybody to help me yeah, move. No one. No I'm not going to ask somebody to give up a Saturday and, yeah. and spend the whole day. And, and you know, when you help people move, they're like, oh, I'll buy you, I'll buy you a case of beer, or I'll buy you a pizza. That's not worth it. I don't. Yeah, I don't want it. You know what? You could pay me with not helping you. Right. Like right. just my freedom. Yeah. And movers. Is this the first time you've, like, hired movers? This was the first time I'd hired movers, yeah. I was probably, like, about the same age. Yeah. First time I hired movers. And you're just like, oh, yeah, you guys are fucking pros. Like, same thing, three hours. Dude, they were putting it on their back, like, just walk. I don't know. The way they were carrying shit was, like, I was just sitting in a lawn chair, like, kind of making sure they didn't steal anything. And I was, like, blown away by how efficient they were. Yeah. I remember we moved in New York. And I think we moved – I mean, we're moving in Manhattan. It was maybe, like – six blocks yeah and like two avenues but that's still like in new york like it's chaos driving a u-haul in the city also. yeah driving come on i can't do that. that yeah these guys first of all they have no problem blocking the streets yeah they just get yelled at every day yeah, yeah, used to. traffic shit. laws do not apply to movers <laughs> they don't give a shit and then and they just do everything so fast and i remember the first time i was like oh hey so i put it like this i figured you guys and they're just like get out of the way dumbass when we moved here we had a one-bedroom apartment. Now we've got four floors. So, one, we had to buy a bunch of stuff to fill out the house. But uh, we had movers that packed everything. And oh, so, you did pack and move. See, that's what I want to do next time. Like, go away for the weekend. Her, they come pack everything up. Her new company paid for it. Oh, man. So it was like part of her relocation package when she moved down here. But I, she had started the job like a month before we left. She was like kind of living down here. She was like staying with her parents mm-hmm. or staying with friends. And I was just – I kept calling it the bachelor pad in New York, and I just had this place on the Upper East Side. Yeah. And she'd have to go up there because she was a fashion buyer, so she'd have to go up there like once or twice a week. So I'd be like, oh, just spent – like, why don't you crash with me? It was like we were dating again. We were yeah. married for like three years. I'm like, why don't you crash at my place? Um, and then we uh, – and then one evening, movers came over. I was like, all right, cool. I'll just hang out in the bedroom. I just heard a bunch of stuff. It was maybe like – 45 minutes, knock on the door. The apartment's pretty much empty. Like, everything stood up. The couch is wrapped and stood up. And they're like, yeah, now we just need to do in here. I was like, all right, I'm going to go get a slice of pizza. I'll be back in like a <laughs> half hour. And it was just straight up. I had a mattress on the floor. The next day, they packed it up moved it, like, in and out. Don't ever ask your friends to help you move. Never, please. Worst. Yeah, if you remember anything from this podcast, nobody wants to help. <laughs> nobody wants worst. to help. Yeah, no one. It is the worst. Um. And you had to cancel YouTube TV. Dude, it took me 20, 27 years to get the Yes Network. I had it for three weeks, and then Sinclair and Yes and YouTube or whatever couldn't come to a deal. So luckily, basically, like, I called to get internet, and they were like, yeah, you have to get cable, too. I was like, I just want internet. It's so weird with, like, the triple play. Yeah, they were like, like you, have you, have, you have Yeah, no, I had to get a landline phone. I have a landline. I was I like, they hazed me into getting a phone. I don't have, like, there's not one in the house. Like, I have a phone number. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what it is. I could log in the Fios and maybe find out. I, I remember one time I accidentally found out, and they were, like, voicemails, like, online. And it's all just, but there is, here's the weird thing, though. It's, uh, my security system is tied to that phone number. So if something goes off, like, I can't even call. Like, when they go to call, uh, I got nothing. Yeah, you're screwed. Like, cops will just show up, and I'll just be like, I live here, whatever. 
Yeah, when I when I called, I was like, yeah, you know, I just want the fastest internet possible, just internet. They were like, it's actually the same price to get cable. I was like, what? They, and they were basically like, so many people are cutting the cord that we just need numbers. Like, we just need to report yeah, that more people have, have cable. That's when I went to go buy my car. They were like, yeah, we can put you in a 2017 and a 2000 or like a 2020 for like pretty much the same price because we just need to get these on the road. Yeah, all numbers. Yeah. So yeah, cable again, and then obviously we need to get MLB TV. Um, so we, me and Jamie have the double box set up. So we got the big TV hanging up, and then we have a littler TV. Okay. On the bottom. So depending on what's on, usually I get the big TV for the Yanks. But like, if she wants to watch The Bachelor, if she has a show, oh, is she, she a wants, Bachelor? Yeah. Oh, tonight's her Super Bowl. Yeah, tonight she yeah she's watching. So basically, if she has a show she wants to watch, I'll throw the Yanks on the little TV, no sound, but like I have to see yeah, know, yeah. most of the game. So that we have a nice setup with that. I'm surprised you don't have like a setup for uh, like just like a headset you could put on if you need to. If you're just like, oh, listen, J- like James is a great show, but there's two runners on. I gotta listen to Michael but, K. Yeah, say ex- see ya. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's what um, I would do. That's pretty much what what happens here is when there's something she wants to watch, but like we need to hang out. Like she can put it on the TV. And I just have it on my laptop. Okay. And I just have one ear plugged uh, in. Okay, yeah. Because I'm just like, I just, because it's like, I'm just, I'm going to need to hear it yeah. at some point. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, you had the setup. And then, and like, here's what's messed up. Like, I don't know what it is. What do you have? Comcast? I, I yeah, my building you have to get. So I have Fios. Okay. And as I go through the guide, like, yes, that works on there. But you can't, but it doesn't let you. I, what I think I probably can buy it, but it's like a billion dollars. Uh. I, I don't know, like, I would have to get some package where it's like, you know, you're paying extra $20 a month to get, like, the motocross channel. Right. And it's like, I don't need that. So do you get MLB extra innings, or do you get MLB TV? MLB TV. Okay, yeah, same. Because I want to be able to do it, like, everywhere. Right, and extra innings is just on the cable box. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, on yeah, the yeah. box, whereas, like, I have, um, like, I have a fire stick that, like, I'll bring places right. with me. Um, I have, yeah, and then, because uh, I just have it on, like, on all the TVs, like, for apps, or I use it when, like, I went to Outer Banks, you know, with my in-laws, and mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, I brought a fire stick so we could watch whatever, and ev- and then <laughs> it was, like, two days in, and people were like, yo, you've only, you just watch Yankee games, like, we all just went to the beach, and you just sat here and watched a Yankee yeah. game by yourself, yeah. and I was like, don't worry, won't happen tomorrow, and they're like, oh, you're gonna come to the beach? I was like, nope. 105 Yan- rolls around here. Yeah. The Yankees are off, I'm gonna play golf alone. Like, <laughs> yeah. So. No, yeah, I'm we kidding. actually at some point want to have like you and Jamie over, and like maybe we'll invite some of the Philly guys to just like grill. And I set up a TV outside. Oh, nice! I've done that before too. So I have the fire, I have a fire stick. I just set up. Outside TV is the best. You got to yeah. have, you know, obviously you have to do equipment. My old place, I did it a lot on yeah. like a nice day, and just had a little uh, deck there and did it. Yeah, like I have like an extra TV that's like a little bigger than like a big computer mm-hmm. monitor. Right. That yeah, I just throw on out there. I had bought I have a projector, but there's too much uh street light. Uh, I, I tried so to use playoffs. Work. Yeah, there's just too much street light yeah, yeah. for me to do it. So yeah, we'll have to uh get that going soon too. Yeah. Um well all right. I guess we should talk a little Yankee Yeah. It's talk uh it. it's been a sick week for those of us who are unbothered. I'm jealous, man. I'm very bothered. You are I'm very bothered. There are so we're becoming better friends in doing this show, and I, uh, I this is weird, but like I think about you a lot when like <laughs> news comes, and I'm like I can just see you 
in a corporate setting, like sitting in your cube, yeah. but like clenched up, like yeah. ripping through stress balls, you know, like, and no one under, you know, because you don't want the people at work to necessarily know you're a psycho. Yeah, I don't want them to know anything about me other than what they see from nine to five, yeah. like anybody else who yeah. works in an office. And it's like, oh, I like the Yankees. Yeah, but that's all they need to know. Not what's going on. My life revolves around this. Yeah, right, right. and then one day it's going to be like, yo, Nick's having a stroke. That's weird. Oh, the Yankees are also down 7-2 <laughs> Wednesday. Um, so Aaron Judge. That's the big news. Big news. Fractured rib. Uh, fractured it in a dive in September. They thought it was a shoulder. They thought it was the pec. We worried about torn pec. I kind of had you going on yeah, the you did. Yeah, you did. Week. You did. Um, it's just a fractured rib. Rib one. Rib one. Which I think that's the lowest one. Highest one. Highest one. Highest one. That's why he was saying shoulder, oh, okay. pack, because it's in this weird area. So it's all the way up here. Which makes sense why I couldn't pinpoint it. it yeah. It's because it's like. Yeah, well, there were people who were like, how does he not know that? It's like, well, I don't know, because he went to Fresno State. Like, he didn't go to fucking Harvard. Well, he probably He's didn't go to class. He's a baseball player. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's probably a big dummy. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't know what's going on. So he shut down for two weeks. Then they're going to reevaluate. The options are is the rib heals itself or you have a surgery to remove the rib. Shout out to Marilyn Manson. Right, of course. I, I tweeted that, and I feel like that tweet didn't get, like, the love that it should have. You were disappointed. I feel like a lot of – because – and I didn't know if, like, even you'd get it because you're eight years younger than me or seven years younger than me. I, like, barely got it. Yeah. Like, I, I know but what like he did But, like, the whole thing in, like, the it, 90s yeah. was Marilyn Manson removed his own rib, suck his own – Right, yeah, yeah. Um – so that was always like the insults in front of like, oh, yeah, you probably remove your own rib. But like when I was like 12, like you took your own rib out, suck your own dick. Oh, that's right when you're in that like middle school. Yeah, like, you probably suck your own yeah, dick. Yeah, you're constantly yeah. talking trash. Imagining what it would be like to kiss a girl. <laughs> um, and then – so those are the two options. The Yankees are going to shut him down for two weeks, and we're a week into that. We are. So we we're are a week away that. from – Find out more information. We're a week away from probably a vague update. From healing, from hearing what that healing looks like, and then actually getting a timetable because they don't have a timeline. Of course not. Everything is based off like the six. It's six weeks from when you break a rib to when it heals. And now people are saying, "Well, it's been six months, so he's fucked." But he's even said, "I worked out all winter." Oh no, I agree. I agree. That's part of it. And he was like, "You know, I was so I, I was so pissed after the ALCS. I wanted to come back." Mid-November, and I was grinding away. I mean, he's a workaholic. I'm sure he was yeah. I'm Sure, he was pounding it. So, But I think – I mean, I think maybe a month of rest, month of getting ramped up kind of thing. Like, I'm kind of hoping for, like, June 1st, best-case scenario, if we're being dead honest. I'm thinking uh, we see him in April. Really? So, all right. What's today's date? When we record this, it's the 10th. So, it's, yeah. So, we're looking at, like, the 17th before an update. Yep. Right? So he has had six months of still working out, but they said that it started to heal. So it's probably started to heal. And now this is – my theory is all based on that it's just what we think it is. There's no, like, because he worked out, he made it worse. They've said it started to heal. So it started to heal. So he got six months of, like, bad healing. And I'm going to say at worst, that's the equivalent of two weeks of being shut down. Okay, so, so you're I, saying he's like halfway through. I'm saying he's a third of the way through. Okay, I'm terrible. Already. Now. Yeah. And now he takes these two weeks. Now he's two-thirds of the way through. And then I think it could be – I think his full shutdown 
could be four weeks. And then they're like, all right, now he's good. Now he's just got to ramp up. But he's only been down for four weeks. He's coming off of, like, a good offseason of working out aside from this because, like, he's, you know, very motivated and pissed off and all this stuff. He It's not like he's been doing nothing in the time that he's been gone. So, like, you know, he's been soft toss and all this shit for weeks at, at spring training. Then he just needs to find 30 at-bats. And, like, you can do that on the sim field. Or the yeah, when you're trying to find 30 at-bats in spring training, you're peace in the mouth, you know, because you've got tea times. When all the boys are in New York, that's a week. Yeah, yeah, you're getting phone. That's up. one week. Two sim games. You could do two. You could do doubleheader every day of sim yeah. games, eight at-bats a day yeah. if you really need to. Yes. Uh, and we know he can play. And it doesn't even have to be, like, at his level. He does. It doesn't even have to be a real game. Like, it does. They don't have to be base runners on. That's why it's a sim game, just baby. Just fucking throw him. Three, just, you know what you do? Get fucking ten guys, ten minor league pitchers, everyone throw 30 pitches, get him on a plane. No, I agree. And anybody that hits him gets cut immediately. Remember yeah. Stan got hit in yeah. the sim game trying to rehab? No, and he's a guy that's proven he can play not at 100%. Go back to last hit year. Hit 267 in the playoffs. Yeah, they shot him 275 up. hitter. His wrist was still fucked up in 18 when he came back. Yeah. He, he hit well. He can play at 70 80%. But they got to get in there. See, I think it's going to be at least a month, so they shut him down, whatever, March 3rd. I say shut down, doing nothing till at least April 3rd. Two weeks of running and, and bullshit like that, maybe two more weeks of baseball activities, and then you start playing rehab games. So, yeah, I'm thinking maybe mid-May. So but... I'm cutting out the running. They're, like, running. and He's right to baseball okay. activities. Because we're playing baseball. We're not running track. Right to baseball activities. Okay. And he's an athlete, and he's young. And it's like, it, listen, this is the time. Like, if you're going to do it, this is the 28 time years it. old. Yeah. Championship caliber team. Exactly. Out. And he also is going for that. He still needs to get that contract. He needs he to get that contract. He needs to get, like, yeah. I mean, we're not offering. And who knows? Like, maybe we've offered him at some point seven years, $70 million. And he said no, which would make sense. But, like, he hasn't gotten that offer as far as we know. It's time to, you know. I, I, and I see there were people who responded to last week's show of, like, why would he push it? I don't because, like, same way you say, yeah, not my money, not my body. Once, and I think it's a big thing that people are realizing about me in this week is um, I, for the most part, don't give a shit about the players. You live for the laundry. I'm like cheering for laundry. Yeah. Like, win me a championship, and then I'll care about you. And Aaron Judge has not. And that and that that's a little extreme though. I mean, so you you're like you're as into this team as you were, you know, 2014, 2015, 2016. Like you were rooting that hard for that laundry. I, I mean, this is way more exciting, and I care way more about these guys than you're I. You're talking about 2014. That's Derek Cheater. All right, Derek I'm, I'm talking. Year. No, I'm talking about Brian McCann and Beltron and L, and those B level guys that we had to root for that were wearing the same laundry. Like yeah. I have way more of a connection with these guys than I ever did with those guys. But what it you're connection you've never met because i know these guys are going to the postseason and they bring me happiness i know we are going to the postseason but not the ultimate happiness and that's how i measure it okay like and i'm not saying like there's anything wrong with it but then there's also the idea and i like quote tweet a bunch of people complaining about this of like they don't give us enough information. And it's the same thing I said about being a doctor. You're just a plumber. Right. They don't owe you anything. We can't do anything with the information. Yeah. So that is like my thing. When they this news comes out on like a Friday and people are just like ruining their weekend, being upset. 
What are you doing? You can't do anything. I'm not pissed at the information they're giving me. I'm pissed that they're just they're fucking it up and that injuries from 19 are affecting 20. That's what's yes. If Aaron Judge got hit on the wrist in a spring training game this season, okay, it happens. But the fact that him, uh, he goes back to 19, Paxton goes back to 19, Sevy goes back to 19. We don't have to rehab. Like that's I think that's what bothers people. Well, I but at the same time, like we've made drastic changes to the the medical staff. And so the hope is, like, this doesn't happen again. Like, this is the leftover. You know, the first day a president gets sworn into office, shit that happens is still from the last Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Now, there is – there's obvious frustrations between, like, Sevy, why – you know, you didn't want to get in the MRI machine. Passing, I don't blame because there are no minor surgery. You're talking about surgery. You give me the option to not have surgery or to have surgery. I'm probably going to go to the no surgery route. Um Judge not being more vocal about this But they injury. knew they, – they shot him up before the playoffs. Why – after the season ended, why did they not do a full – Everybody should get a full body scan. Dude, full CSI. Full whatever. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I mean he is your franchise guy. If you're going to do that with somebody that you know needed a cortisone shot just to be out there, like that's what bothers me. Like they just let him go home and, and work out on his own unsupervised without doing that scan. That's, that's what bothers me. And more I've than seen, Paxton, more than Seve. And I've seen – and we'll, we'll talk about Sanchez obviously – but um, you saw – I thought you had a great point on Twitter uh, when you said – they said like with his back, they were like, oh, well, they're going to wait a couple of days and then maybe get an MRI. And you're just like, why not just get the MRI just now? Just do it. What, what does he have other plans? You've got your phone machine. Like just – yeah, just always get the MRI. I don't – yeah, I don't understand the hesitation. And that's what happened with Hicks. You remember Hicks was like, oh, we can't take BP today, but maybe tomorrow. Oh, he's not going to play in spring training games, but he'll be ready opening day. And then it was he'll be at the Tiger Series. And then it was Memorial Day. And it was the same thing, lower back discomfort that are, are turned into whatever. There's, there's nothing to lose by getting the MRI. Like, I don't understand why that isn't done right away with Gary Sanchez, who's one of your key pieces. Yeah. No, no, no. So I totally agree with that. But I think, I think the judge thing, you know, people want – there are people who, especially on Twitter, and I judge so much off like Yankee Twitter – who just want to be upset, so they're going to be upset. They're going to find it. So it's like, oh, let's just be upset because being upset about a Yankees injury, they think is a personality trait. It's going to be fine. It's March 10th. Aaron Judge will not be there for opening day. But I'm worried not about game one, not about game 20, and every game matters. But game 163 matters more. It and does. I know we are guaranteed 163. If we don't make the playoffs this year, like – I'll kill myself. No, me too. Me you too. literally be, will. There'll be no more George's box. You'll actually show up here with like a bottle of bleach and be like, so we're in? We're doing this, you said tonight. Uh, yeah, Tuesday. Power hour. But I'm just sick of seeing them not at full strength, man. I talked about it. Like, dude, I, I'm not against Clint Frazier. I'm not against Andujar or any of these other guys that are going to be out there. But like, I want to see the A-level guys, the A-team. But like other teams, like, so it's very, because we're in like a vacuum. Like, this happens, though. Like, Verlander's going to miss the start of the season. I'm so pumped about Chris that. Chris Sale is – his arm's He's getting Tommy off. John. It's a matter he of He is so thin. Dude, He I looks like my look grandma right before she died, when she died from just, like, being old and Irish. He looks just like I her. can't look at – like, it makes me cringe yeah. to look at him. You know, like, other guys, like, they have injuries. Yeah, other pitchers, but I don't know. And maybe I'm just – like you said, we live in the Yankee bubble. I don't see this that much with other position players. On other teams, like obviously with pitchers, all pit, eventually pitchers get Tommy John and have elbow and shoulder trouble. But I don't see this with other star position players. Like I've never, as Alex Bregman, does he ever get hurt? 
Alex Mo- Bregman, does Mookie Betts ever get hurt? Like, I don't know. I look around I at the other. I think Mookie Betts has missed time before. I don't know. It seems like and this Bregman's spring... only been in the league for like two years. Yeah, he is young. I mean, Judge is injury prone. Judge is an injury prone guy. Stanton's kind of an injury prone guy, too. Um, like, the big one, like, he got hit in the face. That's when he missed the most time. That's not him. But, like, that's part of just being, like, these bigger guys compared to, like, if you're small, there's, like, less to injure. And that's why I never – and you go back to, like – so I kind of look at guys like Manny Machado and Robinson Cano. They never busted down the line, but they play in 155 games every single year. And people used to give Cano shit because he would roll over to second base and basically walk to first, but he was in the lineup every day. Yeah. And it's almost like which, like – I love the judge hustles and dives for balls, but it's not worth it if he has to miss the first 40 games of the season. It's just not. Yeah, but, like, I saw some people like, why do you even dive for that ball? And it's like, that's the super Monday morning quarterback. So look back at a game in September where it's like, if he didn't, it'd be like, do you even care? We're playing for home field. Right. You know? Right. No, you're damned if you do, yeah. damned if you do at that point. So I'd rather you get injured because you're trying. I wish there was better communication. But, like, the judge thing, like, you know, the sky's falling. I just don't think it's falling. Who do you think we see first, Judge or Stanton? Um, you're so, saying mid-April for Judge. That's very great. What do you like? I'm what do you saying think April. Should? Okay. So it could be late April. Okay. And and that's hopeful. Yeah. Because I try. Very to, very hopeful. I try to be optimistic Fair, about yeah. these guys. Um, well, Stanton has the calf. 18 games last year. Um, he's it's unlikely that he'll be back for opening day, but he's supposed to start running on the field. On the 11th or 12th. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, today or tomorrow yeah. when you're listening to this. So I, that's what I don't understand. If today's Wednesday, March 11th, and, and he's running, he can't get ready in two weeks and Well, change? they said unlikely, but it's still possible. I was going to say, could. man, like especially with, with Judge out, we kind of need him in right field. But yeah, like let's see how he looks. Like he may look. Can he DH? Right. I mean, even if he can DH on opening day. Yeah, well, I think also the problem is, you know, especially because he's dealing with, you know, it was always, it's lower body yeah. issues. And he missed the playoffs, too, because, like, you know, he couldn't even get down the line at all. He could hardly walk. So, you, you know, you got to see what what he looks like when he gets out there. And who knows? Maybe from, like, sitting, this is maybe he could have actually done what he's doing on Wednesday on Saturday. Right. And, like, you know, so he's got that extra five days where he looks better, feels better. Uh, stay, so I feel like when Judge comes back, the Judge will be back. Oh, yeah. Whereas I think Stanton will will probably see some coming down. Stanton's more like Hicks. So I have this mental crutch with injuries. So whenever a, a player gets hurt, I look at the timeline, I look at the schedule, and I just pick a series, and I'm like, all right, I'm hoping to see him then. So for Judge, the one I picked, it's like June 5th, they have a home series against the Rays. I'm hoping he's back by then. With Stanton, they play the Reds. It's a mid, mid-April. It's a weekend series, like April 17th through 19th. That's when I would like to see Giancarlo Stanton is like mid-April. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Hey, dude, if when we go April fourth, he's in the lineup. Hallelujah. Yeah. But I'm thinking I'm thinking mid I think Stanton will be back. Um but it's just all the lower body shit. It's like when do you Him and Hicks, it's like when, when they come really back. Recover? And him and Hicks scare me. Like they are always seems like re aggravating and setbacks and slow to get back. Whereas like you said, Judge he's like Judge came back from the, that oblique last year and didn't miss any other time. And, like, for Judge now, it's going to be, like, it's a rib, the rib's going to heal, then the rib's fine. And then, whereas, like, this calf, I mean, like, you've probably strained a calf before. Like, it lingers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, your 100% doesn't matter in life compared to, like, oh, yeah, Stanton's. Oh, yeah, I could be at 20% and still, yeah, and still go fine. sit in an office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, I think, yeah, I think we see Stanton first. Uh, but it creates the opportunity. With Clint 
and Enduhar to go out there, win a starting job, uh, you know, get like for Clint, Clint Frazier will be our starting right fielder for opening day. Or left fielder, however they Probably right, but yeah, he'll be yeah. in the lineup yeah. for sure. And like to a certain extent, like that's where he should be. He should be a starting outfielder for a major league team. He should be a starting out. Like Brett Gardner should have never had the chance to still be around. He should have run Gardner out two years ago because of concussions. And Clint is hitting the ball hard. Clint is batting three fifty. He's got twenty at bats, twenty seven plate appearances, and this is as of I ran the numbers yesterday. Mm-hmm. Big for me, seven walks, three strikeouts. So like he's getting on base, he's seeing pitches well, he's not swinging out of his shoes. Um, Matt Holiday helped him, you know, change his thing. Um, little inside information, you know, kind of a buddy of mine, sent him a text and said, let's go win a starting job. He says, back, clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. Love Friday Night Lights. There we go. Yeah. That's all I need to hear. I don't need any rah-rah and shit. Like, that's a guy who's fucking locked in. I think he has a lot to prove. Um, I think he just, he was not blocked last year. I think he just hit a point, like, there was he's no not that bad. Said, like that is he he has yeah, to regress it was back a to yips. the mean. Yeah, it yeah, was a yips. yeah. You could tell he's a serviceable major league outfielder. Yes. Is he going to go out there and make some diving play in the gap? No, and I prefer he doesn't even try to. Right, because he'll hurt himself. No one's expecting him to win a Gold Glove. No, but he can go out there and win a Silver Slugger. Oh yeah, you know, like the guy can flat out hit. And he's even said like he felt. We all talk about his bat speed, and he said I always felt like it wasn't even fully what it was. So, dude, that bat is quick. It reminds me of the Chase Utley swing. Yeah. Just like being from here and like, you know, watching watching the Phillies when I was younger. Like, Chase Utley just had that whip around swing and would just tag the ball out of the yard. And Clint has that same. It's just a violent, ultra quick swing. And he just, dude, I haven't been looking at exit velo and spring training, but he's got to be hitting the ball upwards of 110 miles an hour. He's like, he is hitting the Everything he hits, ball. he's hitting with a purpose. And he's a dead pull hitter, yeah. which I love. He's, just, and, he's almost like how Gary Sheffield used to just pull everything. And I think if you. So, like, he's he's killing the ball. Like, he's hitting it very hard. And then, like, you find that, and it's very um, Bull Durham, but, like, you find that, like, tweener, that little duck that dies in there. Like, all of a sudden, like, you're hitting 350. Mm-hmm. And, like, those are going to come, too. Not everything's just going to be off the wall. Like, you're going to hit one off the end of the bat that, you know, squirms through. And he was great until he, I mean, you know, those, those couple of bats – First two months of last year, he was great. I mean, he carried – He had 14 he, home runs for us last year. In, what, 50 And who games? remembers him games? even being on the team? You know, like – He was big in, like, April and May. He was in Baltimore. Was I was hurt. down at that And game. he hit a yeah. big three-run yeah. homer that Saturday night. Yeah. I was there, too. That was with two outs and two strikes. Yeah. That was awesome. We didn't even know each other yet. No, but we were Frank both was there. there. Colleen was there. We had a whole – Oh, okay. We had a good time. That was big. That that And that saved that game. Yeah, they were down – I think they were down one or two, and he had a three-run homer. That's I a think, huge turning point. I don't know if that was the time or if it was another time. Then I ended up shotgunning. Was that the Twisted T day? Yeah, but one of them – I don't think it was this one. I think it was, like, the year before. I ended up shotgunning Twisted Tees with Trey Mancini at, like, two in the morning. <laughs> I don't know what's going on Was he him. cool? Yeah, he's, he's very having tall. Ha- yeah. Uh. He's very tall. Like, shockingly tall. Like, 6'6". Six, six. Did like, you go to that Sunday game? That weekend? I always say – I go down to Baltimore. Yeah. I go to a Saturday game, and I'm like, ah, maybe we'll just grab the Sunday game before we leave. And, I, and then here's – so here's what I do when I go to Baltimore. I get down there. Like, I think Labor Day weekend, it's a 7 o'clock game. That's going to be a nightmare. 
because normally it's like a four o'clock game the Yankees will yes, have. Yes, yes. So I will go. Look, what's the one this Saturday coming up at the beginning? Saturday's a four. Four. So yeah, yeah. what I would do is I get down there at like eleven. I meet up with some people. I go to like boozy brunch. One, not last season, maybe it was the season before. I did Mean Girls trivia boozy brunch, like with two of my buddies. We ended up like just picking up this group of like seven girls and having them just come to like bars with us. Like I'm married, so I don't give a shit. So like I'll talk to you mm-hmm. girls. It doesn't matter to me. Um, go hang out like all day. Go to pickles for a couple hours. Go to the game, uh, and I'm like, yeah, we should go to the game tomorrow. And then I go to the casino. I go to uh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if I open Uber near Baltimore, it, the first thing is horseshoe casino because yeah. I just go there every time. And then I'm waking up in the morning and I'm like, I need to get out of here. I can't. I don't want to go out. sit at Camden Yards today. No, I did the yeah. same thing. And then that Sunday, I did the exact same. Well, I didn't go to the casino, but I went out and I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll go tomorrow. I didn't go. Sanchez, that was the game. Gary had three homers yeah. in the game. I was like, damn, that would have been awesome. Yeah. But, but no, yeah. So excited for excited for Baltimore as always. So I think you know, I think Clint. I mean, this is it's just it's a huge opportunity. Same with Andujar because he's going to find extra at bats by getting the play maybe some outfield. And worst case scenario, we're giving them an opportunity to build up their trade value. Right. And we are, how blessed are we to have these two guys? I mean, they'd be hitting like third and fourth on, on half the team. And, <laughs> and we just have I'm them waiting. Worried. We just have them waiting in, in the reserves. It's, it's crazy. They'd be in triple A. And I don't think we can, like, I don't think we can trade them at this point with how injury prone this team is. Like, I'd rather have the insurance. Yeah. It's super expensive insurance. I, I think one, well, it's not even because they're both making like no money. I think, I think one of them goes this year. Okay. Because we'll need we'll need pitching or like something like that or we'll need another infielder, you know. Some, so some will someone come up. something that'll come up. And they're both kind of like semi positionless in a way. Yeah. And it becomes a a matter of there'll be the I I think this is the year and I think this every year though. It this will be the year where it's like, all right, well Clint Frazier has all this potential. And maybe Cashman doesn't like him, or and Duhar has all this potential, but he's you know been injured and maybe he's kind of positionless. And like I can flip this guy, who neither one of them are Glaber Torres, but I can flip this guy and get a World Series like the Cubs did. Like you got to do. Then I'm game. Would you flip one of them for like a Trevor Bauer then, or somebody at the deadline? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a guy. Talking, like he's uh, going into his contract year, like. I know he's kind of an asshole, but he loves like with with how he is with analytics and how Cash is with analytics. Like I think he's a guy that Cashman and Matt Blake would be like they would overlook the personality because he is so obsessed with pitching and all the science and all that yeah. stuff that they love. I think yeah, I think it could be something like that. And I think he would. And I think he would. Honestly, I think he'd be good with the media here. I think the media would love interviewing him. Just the honesty. It's almost the A Rod effect where it's like. Okay, everybody's crowding around his locker. Giancarlo can sneak out after an 0 for 4 game yeah. because the, this guy's taking all the pressure, taking all the attention. Yeah. Like, it could be almost like that. Yeah, so it would be someone, you know, I think someone like him mm-hmm. where just like, let's go make a splash, let's go win the World Series. Ever wonder why traditional button ups look so long and baggy? That's because they were never meant to be worn that way. Untucked shirts were specifically designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, their shirts are perfect untucked length. With more than 50 fit combinations, untucked shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. Don't just take my word for it. Try untucked for yourself. Visit untuckit.com.
Bluewire.com. Use code word, code word BLUEWIRE for 20% off your first order. They even offer free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com and promo code BLUEWIRE for 20% off your first order. Untuckit.com. So, let's talk Gary Sanchez. Yeah. Because, like, that's your guy. My guy who's always hurt. Your man's. And it's not even a – I'm going to be honest because, like, obviously I want everyone to be healthy. When I saw Gary Sanchez back, like, one, I'm not worried because I don't get worried at this time of the year. But that's when I was like, oh, shit, Nick. Like, I almost sent you a text to just be like, is, is Nick all right? And it was the classic with Boone being like, you know, he's, he's kind of tight. He's kind of sore. Not going to be a big deal. And here we are. Still hasn't played. Although I will say so. Like, today I was on a call at work, and I get back, and I see, like, our, the Bronx Pinstripes group chat, and everybody's like, shit, season's over. Cancel the season. I'm like, oh, he's having back surgery. Like, it, we're screwed. And I look, and it's like, oh, he has the flu. I'm like, guys, calm down. He does not have even the coronavirus. He'd be a week. Corona, he'd be fine. Dude, the fact that, that, that half of our site thought that he was actually had it, like, is almost. <laughs> most of, so I think most people are dumb in general. Yeah. Especially Yankee Twitter. We've got some real morons on our site. Mm-hmm. Just some real ones. Or, you know, maybe they're being a little dramatic. But, um, yeah, I just, when it was the back stuff, I was just like, oh, okay, like, that makes sense. He just played in back-to-back games. It's March. Why push it? Especially it's early March. Why push it? Then they were like, all right, well, he's going to be back Friday. And I was like, oh, sick. Nick's going to be there Friday. Good for him. <laughs> That's – Nick, I'm becoming obsessed with you. I was just like, that. good for Nick. He's going to get to see him play on Friday. Uh, and then when they said, oh, he didn't come back out, then I'll, I'll admit I was like, ah, shit. Like, that's not good. He didn't, didn't it give you Hicks flashbacks with the back? It has to, man. It was the same. It's the, you can so literally copy the tweets. from once he, So I only had – I'll admit I was, con, I was concerned for 45 minutes today. And it was because he was back for batting practice. Then he didn't come back out mm-hmm. for the second yeah. round. But then they're just like, oh, he's sick. I'm like, oh, he's sick. Don't care if he's got corona Whatever it is, I was relieved. I I was relieved when they said he he was sick. Yeah, I thought it was going to get a serious back problem. Like, which I am way more concerned about his back than I ever was about the flu, the corona. No, yeah, just have a flu. Have a great time. Best shape of your life before. Now you lose six, seven pounds on the flu. I could use a flu between now and Tampa. You know, it'd be a nice treat. Better catch it tonight. Now I'm gonna try. So yeah, so I just you know. I think he'll be back in a couple days. They said, like, he'll be back on Friday. Like, whether or not he plays, I don't know. We probably won't see him play, which is obviously he'll fine. He'll be back to, like, working out. He could – I could see him maybe DHing on Saturday. Because there are only so many times to get the at-bats in He does, and, and there's only so many home games, so that, that doesn't – So it's sense. like, yeah, yeah, take some batting practice on Friday on the field. See how you feel. DH on Saturday. Catch next week. Let Nick fucking catch a home run you hit or something. Yeah, or I already, I've already done that, by the way. You've caught a Gary Sanchez home so run. So actually, March 10th, 2017, I'm sitting in the right field, you know, the picnic area. And so obviously pre-2017, Gary was the guy. Like, Judge hadn't arrived yet. Gary was yeah. the guy going into 17. And he just hit one of those, like, what people would call a cheap Yankee stadium. Like, it was just a high, high-ass pop-up, and I was sitting in, like, the second row, and I just, like, caught it in my hat. Like this, okay. in this hat. I didn't have a glove. Like, I had a beer in one. You, you can only yeah. – I didn't want to try it barehanded. So, I actually 
I have that ball, but yeah, I've already already checked that one off the list. So I have I've never caught a foul ball. I've never caught a home okay. run. Okay. And I always wanted to. I think it was probably around thirty where I was like, now I don't. I don't need it. Uh especially as the internet has gotten more popular because similar you said like I don't want to try to barehand it. Yeah. I'm gonna eat it to the chest and end up on Sports Center, <laughs> like in the wrong way. You're risking a lot. Yeah, like I've got like I'm kind of out there on the internet. I don't need it because like I drop that, it becomes immediately like yo that is he's a loser. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like not he's it's like JJ is like people know you know mm-hmm. there's enough people to do like there was one game I was at it had to be like 16 or 17 where there was a uh, dribbler up the foul line. And a guy in, like, a button-down shirt, like, fell over the tarp. Like, I've seen that, yeah, but yeah. I was sitting in the same seats on the other side, like, on the first base side. So I was like, oh, thank God that's not me. And I've been, like, nervous about it since. Yeah, you're really exposing yourself. It's not like ten, it's not like 10 years ago or – Yeah. You're, I mean, really, you're an instant meme. You're a gif. Immediately. Look at that And music. people can be like – and if, like, Paul O'Neill or someone's like, oh, nice hands or something – He's immediately getting tweeted at, like, with your hand. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't need anything hit really anywhere near me unless it's just like, yo, it's going to hit an empty seat next to me and I can just pick it up. Right. Like, then, that, I'm fine. then you're good. Yeah. Yeah, that's my only one that I've ever that I've ever gotten. It was, like, it was really high. Like, I, I could never catch a line drive. It was, luckily, it was a high, yeah. high pop-up, and I was just kind of camped under it. Didn't require much skill. I do figure because I have the baby and I'm going to bring her to some games that there'll be, like, some – because I'll even go to a Phillies game. Mm-hmm. Like I'll go to a Phillies, like, Tuesday, 1 o'clock game or whatever yeah, yeah. if I got, like, nothing to do. I've got $4 to go down there. And I feel like – I feel like I'm going to end up on TV with a foul ball baby Bjorn. Like, I'm going to be wearing the baby. Because that's – I feel like – there's six of those a year where it's like some guy with a beer. Yeah, oh, he's holding a beer and he has a baby exactly. too. And he drinks Bud Light. And I think <laughs> that because one is the Phillies and if I just feel like if I have a, like a baby Bjorn on, no one's checking my ticket. I can just buy the cheapest seat in the 400 level and go sit like on the field. And the the Phillies people don't even check. It's not yeah, like Yan- Yankee shit. Stadium. They have like armed guards guarding yeah. the, the lower. Phillies, you can kind of get away with whatever. Yeah, they don't give a shit. I can't wait till we go Cinco de Mayo. That's nine, gonna be nine, nine, yeah, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Uh, um, on the pitching side of things, mm-hmm. it seems like we shouldn't be that nervous. I, I can't, I can't get behind Jay Happ yet. He's he's my least favorite Yankee. I've had trust issues with him since he got blown up in Game One at Fenway, 2018, and then he sucked last year. And I just haven't, like, I'm not there yet. He needs to like. Yeah, have yeah. I mean, you're not going to get it. You give me 13 spring training in, innings. You're not. You know, you're not Cy Young. And people are quick to be like, see, Hap's back. You know, like, he's still a 37-year-old guy with one pitch. But he's still a number five starter. Yeah. And he's, he's only got to be a number three for April. For a month. And I do believe Paxton will be back early May. Yeah. He's throwing today. Yeah. So Paxton is going to be back. And Montgomery can jump Hap. Montgomery looks good. Filthy. Montgomery looks good. He's not 94, 95 with that curve at lefty. Yes. Talking about a top of the, potentially, eventually a top of the rotation guy, maybe. This is why you can't get worried in February. Everyone's getting worried in February. I'm here in just laid back March. 
watching Montgomery deal. It's like with Montgomery and Andujar, it's like I almost forgot about them because we didn't really see them last oh, yeah. year. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, these I mean, guys that's are what Severino's going to be. Right, yeah. Severino's going to be like, oh, shit, I forgot we have this guy. <laughs> yeah. You know? I'm like, oh, I forgot these guys are pretty good. Like, we won the World Series, and now we got Severino. Severino right. coming back. Yeah. He's our, he's our 2021 trade deadline exactly. acquisition. You know? No, Gumby, look, Gumby looks really good. I think today it was four no-hit innings or something. I mean, he's looked really good. Yeah. He's looked, he's looked really good. And it's going to make it interesting. Like, he could make it interesting to the point where everyone's talked about trading Hap all offseason. Hap may play himself into a trade because Montgomery is controllable. So it might be a matter of, like, you know, we hold on to him or Hap goes to the bullpen again. Or, you know, like, you never know. Someone may get injured along yeah. the way. You could see Hap being a bulk guy, too. Like, Loisica opens, and then Hap throws innings three through five or yeah. something. But Hap – like, but Montgomery is going to – when you get back a Paxton, I mean, when you start to look at getting back, like, a Herman, like, Montgomery may make it difficult. He might, and I do love that we have such a lefty presence in the rotation. There were a lot of lean years where we had shitty pitching, where they, it was a bunch of right-handed guys. I mean, to have, you know, Paxton is a classic lefty, Montgomery, and then Happ. I mean, three serviceable lefties to go along with with a Garrett Cole and Herman as righties. I think it's really nice balance yeah. in the rotation for sure. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, you know, they're, they become kind of hard, especially in Yankee Stadium. Of course. Because, you know, you take away some of that lefty power or just the ability to get around and just kind of pop one up. And then young Nick's catching a home run. There you go. So, yeah, I, I just – I feel good. Like, I just – I don't – as the – there are days where for everyone else it feels like the sky's falling. But for me, I feel fine. Yeah, no, the sky's kind of falling, but it's like I'm, I'm pissed off now, but I know we can still win the World Series. Like, I'm in a weird – I'm more just pissed that – I'm going to these whatever six games in April, and I'm not going to see anybody. I'm not going to see us at full strength. Like that's what that's what bothers me. Like I just want to, dude. I want to see them out there opening day. Like it's very it's very important to me. I know it might not matter in the yeah. grand scheme of yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, I get it. You want to see, you know, you want to see them run out there. Like when I go to the home opener, like you want to see everyone out yeah. there in pinstripes. You want you the know, introductions. The yeah, you want all that. And not going to get it, but. I care more about when they're doing the introductions at the World Series. And oh, right, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I need those guys there then. We do, we do, and we yeah. should get, we should have most of them, should have most of them available then, which is obviously all that matters. Yeah, the I nice think it's a pa- really good team. No, it's a great team. The nice thing with Paxton too, it's it's not an elbow or a shoulder. You think the back gets yeah. cool. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to really worry about it. It's just assist. Like, you know, it, it was a pretty quick, you know, they're not going in and doing like spinal taps and, you know, so – He's going to be – and it's not like what what judge could be where it's like, you know, we got to take a rib out of you. you know, yeah. We're not taking like a big part out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, honestly, like my only concerns like with the team is like, like Gary's hitting like shit. He's batting like 50. Oh, in spring training. That does yeah. – I don't look at like yeah. spring yeah. – It's almost like I, I wish – but like now that he's had his thing, like now it's the flu. Sometimes it's a groin. He has a thing. He comes back. He hits a billion home runs. That's how he is. I don't think he's he, the best player a week off the DL. Like the week after he's been on the DL, he's the greatest baseball player of all time. Because he doesn't think. He, yeah. Like he doesn't even – he's not a guy that I don't think needs to get into a rhythm, get in a routine. Like you know how Yogi said you can't think and hit at the same time. Yeah. Like Gary just goes up there and swings as hard as he can. 
Yeah. yeah, you know, which which is obviously fine with me. Um, but no, yeah, I think they're they're obviously going to be fine. I um, don't really care. People are trying to make it now a thing, especially because we played Phillies on Monday. Mm-hmm. Of uh, Glaber leads the league in errors, oh. but he's getting to the ball well. Um, his arm strong. It's just it's some footwork at short versus like what he's been doing at second. And you got to look at it from from both sides. I mean, the guy had 38 homers as a middle infielder at, at 22. Look, Jeter for a lot of years didn't play great defense. They won 100 games every year. Yeah. Like you don't need to be great at both. If he's a nine out of 10 offensively, he, he could be a five out of 10 defensively, and that's that's fine with me. I think he I think he's gonna be much better. It's just a matter of like he just he's working on some footwork. Do you think he'll be above average? Like, I know you're not a big analytics guy, but, like, metrics-wise, do you think he'll grade out above average? I think he'll be average? about average. Okay, which, yeah, that's which all I want. Take, yeah, he, that's all I want. Didi was only, Didi only graded out as average yeah, last year. That's all it is. Just be an average defensive shortstop. And even if you make – so that's, like, the Jeter jump throws, things like that. Like, mm-hmm. there are certain things, like, you do them in the pinstripes, and it just looks better. Oh, for you sure. You know? Um, and DJ will make up for a lot because he's the best defensive second baseman yeah. in the world. And he'll probably save – he'll probably save, like, two or three throwing errors oh, just yeah. from, like, them trying to turn two or, like, a mm-hmm. weird throw or something. I like think they're going to – we're going to have some sweet up-the-middle highlights this year. Yeah. I, I feel like it's going to be Glaber doing, like, something, like, crazy, like, off my glove, off my foot to you, and then just, like, DJ the robot, like, boop. And whip it yeah. over, yeah. Like Inspector Gadget over there. <laughs> infield, infield is really going to need a ball out. With these at like April and May, it's kind of all on the infielders. Yeah, Glaber, DJ, Voigt, Geo, and obviously you know Gary behind the plate. They all need to have a strong start to make up for all the firepower we're losing in the outfield. And if they're going to slump, I hope it's towards the end of the year when we have our outfielders back. Obviously, and I I think again I think Clint is gonna I think Clint's gonna be good now. And you know we've got the space for maybe Andujar to be DHing uh, or playing some outfield because Roselle Herrera has come out of nowhere. And so, like, I'm not a minor league guy. Don't care. You're not in the big leagues. I, for the most part, don't care about you. Yep. Unless you're a Gary Sanders, like, someone that you hear about coming through the system. Glaber, now Dominguez. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I feel like I haven't heard about this guy at Never. all. And he's out there putting up numbers. People are kind of tagging him as, like, the, this year's Geo because he's 27. He can play a few positions. He's bounced around a little bit. Boone is raving about him. And I don't know if you noticed this. They let him change. They let him change his number. Like, he's definitely making the team. Hundred percent. Uh, yeah, I think especially with twenty six rosters. Yeah, with all the injuries, like 13. he is gonna be, he's gonna be on the team. Yeah, he can play. I think he, what is it, third, second? He can play the corner. Like he is like a real Swiss Army knife out there, and that's what you got to be as like a twenty fifth, twenty sixth man. I mean, yeah, he he's got a lot of um, he's got a lot of flexibility, and I think it's similar to Geo. Is just like almost like playing for his career. Yeah. Like when you're 26, 27, you're playing for your career. And this is like, you know, your last shot to go out there and to do it. Um, but yeah, I think I see Herrera, like he, he slots in, you know, he can slot in at one of those corner outfield spots too. It's kind of weird that, um, in all, like Talkman is getting like not much talk. No, he, nobody's talking about it. Well, yeah. he's had a terrible, yeah. terrible spring. Not that that means anything. I'm not as I know like the the joke with Talkman. I'm not sold on him as much as like people think he's like a clear plus outfielder because of his. I know he had a high WAR, but because but I, I, the eye test like he did not look like that great of a of a baseball player. I mean I don't dislike the guy, but I am not counting on him to be 
an everyday stud while the big boys are out. I don't know where, where you are with him going into 2020. Oh, Talkman? I'm the number one Talkman fan in the world. This guy stinks. But, like, like listen, I said it last year before the season started um, about him. I said it about Tyler Williams. If the Yankees winning the World Series comes down to Tyler Wade or Mike Toffman. We're already screwed. We are fucked. So, and like it did to a certain extent last year, like a lot of stuff came down the top. Like Toffman played a big role and we didn't win the World Series. No, so, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, like. There you go. See, I like I like Wade um, just because we've watched so many of these Yankee teams with these aging, slow guys, and he is like the fastest baseball player that I think I've ever seen. He's the fastest guy who's never been on base. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, but, but I dream – like I daydream. I'm like, oh, if he could just hit 250 with that speed and that defense, he could be a force. Yeah. Play – I don't know. Five, I know he can play short, second, all three outfield spots. I think he can play third. The guy can play everywhere, and he can run like the wind. If it, just hit 240. He's turning into Rep Snyder. The ref, oh my god, that's those, what it is. Just like this infielder times. who goes up and down, and maybe he can play some outfield. Quad A guy, yeah. But now he's might be the backup shortstop. I mean, obviously it's, it's I guess it's Tyro, but Wade's going to be on the opening day roster for sure. He should be on the roster pretty much all year with with how with the infield. You I know? think you're going to end up with Andujar, Ford, DJ, Glaber, Geo, Voit, and Wade. Yeah. Your infielders. So you think that so he is a backup shorter. But here's the thing: I never count Cashman out. Someone may get rid of a veteran shortstop, or you know they're ready to move on. Like you never know what's going to happen. Oh, he's always. I mean, he really says my out. job is to find a guy that's better than you to bring in. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the Talkman trade was I think two days before opening day. It could be when you know guys it cost get cut. Wade. Yeah. Wade yeah. Was like, he was pissed. I don't blame him. Yeah. But, like, play better, and you don't have to worry about it. I think we are going to see a trade on opening days, March 26th, March 22nd. So, like, right after camp when all the cuts are made. Yeah. It's like in football when they do the waivers. and It's like when they start doing – because a lot of teams, like, we're going to Montreal. A lot of teams go somewhere mm-hmm. and play, like, two games. Yeah. And then that's when it's the, like, all right, you're going to stay here, guys. So Yeah, know. yeah. No. And you're going to go to Scranton, and they're all like, no. Yeah. I think that's what I think that's what happens, you know. Or I hope it's what happens because I just like when Cashman's out there making moves, it's never a bad thing. Never. So I mean, we'll see. But if Tyler Wade's our backup shortstop, Glaber has to play 150 games. Has to. Has you to. know, he played 144 last year. He's got to do that. Yeah. At least 140. The other thing is the bar is really high for these under-the-radar moves. Because every time we get, you know, one of these under-the-radar moves, like, oh, it'll be like Void, it'll be like Talkman, it'll be like Geo. Like, there's a – I don't gonna... think Void's done shit. I, Geo's one. I'll give him Geo. But you know how people are high on those yeah. guys. And people are, have so much faith in Cashman. Like, I, there's a chance we bring in somebody that nobody's ever heard of on, on March 24th, and he's just not good because there's a reason <laughs> yeah, he got he cut. Bad. You know yeah. what I mean? But everybody's like, oh, the analytics department. Like, the bar is set really high for whoever the hell they end up bringing in who we don't know who that is yet. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, let's say the rotation is perfectly healthy, okay? So let's say it gets to, you know, late June, and Cole is Cole, and – Tanaka looks good. You know, we've got – you get the occasional Tanaka blow-up game. You get the occasional, you know, one-run fucking eight-inning, you know. Yeah, you know, he's always good for a division shutout. Yeah, like, you know, but he's doing his thing, He's he, but he's good. Paxton has come back. He's 
a Boris guy in a contract year playing like that. Montgomery had, is playing well. Montgomery's playing better than a fourth starter, which is what it looks like now. Hap's all right. Herman's coming back. Like, everyone kind of looks all right. You never know. Cashman could go out and get an infield. Like, that next thing that put you over the hump could be going out there and getting, you know, like when we went out and got, like, Cecil Fielder. So we didn't fucking need Cecil Fielder. We went out and got him. David Justice yeah. in 2000. Yeah, no, I, I think. And it could be in the infield. Last year was pretty rare in a year that we did nothing at a deadline, and everybody was kind of crying about that. But people were asked; they were asking for, you know, they wanted Dominguez for Marcus Stroman. Like I'm glad, looking back, yeah. I'm so glad we didn't we didn't do any of those trades for any of those B level starters. Yeah, no, I'm, and it's exactly you know, Cashman looked at it and said, "This is a guy who's probably going to come out of our bullpen. I'm not giving up Clint Frazier for that." And then Stroman cried about it on Twitter for. Yeah, that's what happens when you're a bitch. <laughs> um. Dude, I am just over this week, especially for a guy who doesn't have to go to work. I'm just, like, ready for – Were you tempted to go down, like, t- Monday, Tuesday and just make no, a better I have a baby. I can't just – Right, go. right. I have, I have See, I don't think baby. about these things in life. I have a baby and two dogs. And I have, like – and one of the dogs – I mean, I tweeted about it. Like, I came home. She was covered in blood. Yeah. It was a nightmare. Separation anxiety. She's looking good today. Yeah, she's looking good. We're, uh, we're going to take some drugs tomorrow. Start on the uh, – some drugs to come. Is it know. like CBD for dogs or something So else? we're going to get into CBD okay. for dogs. Um, people send us a lot of that stuff. But no, it's almost like a uh, – it's not quite Prozac. but like Something like that. Just something like I got to be able to leave the house for three hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I can't just – I can't bring you everywhere and you can't be covered in blood. But she's a sweet dog. Um, so, yeah, I mean I don't give a shit about coronavirus. I'm not worried at all. Me neither. I feel like – I feel like this is just good. Doing this podcast is a good therapy session for you once a week. It is. You know, like, it is. Calm you down. Some people go to therapy and I do this. Yeah. I'll know. leave here. I'll be leaving here tonight. Like, yeah, you know, the injuries aren't that bad. We'll be okay. I could see, like, yeah, Peter will be uh, with um, fucking Neil whatever, <laughs> the guy who does the rings on The Bachelor. Fuck, I'm blanking. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, Chris? No, no, no. Um, Neil, Neil Lane. The dime. Oh. bringing the company – to do like the diamond race. Uh, I've okay. watched The Bachelor. I've I only know the host name is, is Chris Chris, ha- Chris Harris. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can see like she, he's getting ready to propose at like the very end, and you just come in the door. And you're like, Jim, you know, I was talking to Jack, and I think we're gonna be all right. <laughs> and like, she's just, what up. the fuck are you talking about? Who's it? Is it gonna be Madison or Kelsey or some other basic name? Um, Madison left, I think. I think she left. I think she came back. Oh, she did. She can't have. You See, know. I catch pieces of it, like coming in. I just now. know she's apparently perfect, and uh, but no sex until marriage. right. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what are we doing here? But like the whole show's stupid. The guy Peter is like pilot Pete, and it's like, dude, you fly on a regional airline. You don't even fly for Delta. <laughs> and it's, dude, the, all the airline puns, like, I want to fly you out to a good time. It's like yeah. Jesus with these airlines. You still puns. go to the airport like everyone else. Like you don't have a private jet. Right, right. Like, it's not, not like you're great. getting in your plane. You can't. Eat, you don't even fly for like Delta. Like you fly on like some regional thing out of like Burbank. Right now, get I saw out of here, <laughs> fucking loser. Uh, and that's your bachelor talk for the week. Pilot Pete. Guess what? Pilot Pete, not a hot guy. <laughs> not hot guy no. talk this week. Opposite. Um, listen, if you're going to be in Tampa this weekend, we're going to be there. Friday night, we're going to be in the right field terrace, hanging out, doing our thing, walking around. Um, come hang out. Say hi if you're around. Saturday, maybe you bought tickets to our event. If you did, we'll be in the uh, bullpen club. Uh, you'll be there, too. 
It is uh, beer and food uh, and good times uh, by all. And then after that game, there's Yard of Ale Soho. I finally said it right. Yard of Ale Soho, 4-7. to seven. We're going to be there with Sailor Jerry, Savage Apple. Uh, we've got drink specials. We'll tweet out, like, there are food deals. There are drink deals. Uh, instead of your $10 beers at Yankee Stadium, uh, it's like super cheap. I think like a beer and a shot's like six bucks. Oh wow! Yeah. Great deal. Yeah, well, I've been working. We, I've been working the phones. Yeah, clearly set up in like Tampa. That's a steal. Yeah, um, you're losing money if you don't go. Plus, there's gonna be some free drinks going around. So come on out to that. If you don't have tickets with us in the game, like that doesn't matter. Just come to the bar. Come hang out after the game. Whatever. It's gonna be a great time. We're very excited to be working with uh, Sailor Jerry Savage Apple on this. Um, we're also doing some stuff down there with Blue Point, so that's pretty exciting. Um, it's just it's going to be a good time. It's going to be warm weather. I'm just ready to be there. Uh, yeah, tomorrow. So if you're when we're listening to this, it'll be tomorrow. Also, if you did purchase tickets to the Saturday event, those tickets were transferred via email today. Um, so if you didn't get them. Hit us up, I guess. Hit Colleen. Yeah, Scott. don't hit us. Yeah, up. No, hit I, up Scott I can't. I can't Colleen. do anything. Yeah, we're yeah. Not gonna, <laughs> gonna do a thing. Don't add anything to my plate. Hit me up, but do hit me up if you if anybody finds those those hoodies that the Yankees are wearing at spring training. Those three quarter sleeves. I am dying for one of those. I go on Fanatics every day. I can't find them. If anybody has one or knows where to get one, DM me, please. I haven't paid enough attention to that. Dude, they're cool. They're like these three quarter. Sleeve hoodies, it's like the gray We'll front. have to go to the team store. Yeah, I'll just spend $80 and get one. I mean, well, if you found it online, that's what it was going to cost you anyway. Right, but dude, I can't find it online. That's the thing. I know, so maybe they have it there. Yeah, I'll be on the lookout. We've got a lot to do. So much to do. <laughs> so you're going to be drunk. We're going to be drunk the whole time. It's going to be sick. Um, yeah, we appreciate you listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Listen to the show. Uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Uh, we're going to be down in Baltimore for opening day. Nick will also be there for the weekend. Um, I'm going to be at opening day at home on April 2nd. We will both be at April 4th. We're busy that first stadium. week. We're going to combine like a bunch of games. I'm going April 9th. I may go April 8th too because they're 1230 and 1 o'clock games. Oh, yeah. I mean, so I may just drive up because I'm just home. They're I'm, doing 1230 home starts? I feel like we've never done that. On like a Wednesday, Orioles, first week of the season. Oh, uh, okay. Who gives a fuck? Right. Like, no be one's like going to go there anyway. There'll people there, yeah. It, like, if that. Maybe they sold 30,000 tickets. Right, right. But, like, I'll just throw on the baby Bjorn, and I'm there. And head over. What else am I going to do? Pull up there. Here's my game plan. I, I throw her in the car. I get there. I change her diaper in the car. Then I can go in the stadium. Then I'll have to do like one diaper change in a family bathroom. You're, oh, dude, uh, do they have the uh, the changing tables in the regular bath? I think I they don't do. think in the regular. I don't know if they have them. They might legally have to. I like, dude. I remember going into, but like, I'm not going to do it in like the like men's room, like forty urinals. I'll go to the family. I room. was going to say because I've been like going into that bathroom during a playoff game or something, and I see some poor bastard, like you know, eighty guys are in there and he's trying to change a diaper. I'm like, oh Man, yeah, that no, sucks. I, I can't <laughs> do that. If my wife's ever there, like she's going to handle that. But like on my own. Especially if I'm going to, like, these day games, I'll get put in, like, Delta or, like, the team will put me somewhere. So, it's, like, there's access to Okay, you got, you got the nice changing tables. Yeah, yeah. There. Just, like, I said, like, I've already let the team know, like, just as a reminder. Because they sent me all this, um, they sent me, like, clothes for the baby. Um, like, the, the teams that I work with there. And I'm being vague about it because certain people, some things they're allowed to do, some they're not. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Right. But I appreciate everything. 
So, like, I'll get hooked up to, like, and it's straight up, like, especially if I'm just going with my baby, it's like, I'm not here for, like, you to hook me up with an open bar or anything like that. Yo, break me off. It went from, like, yo, can you get me set up with a bartender so I get free drinks for everyone to, like, yo, can you get me that good changing table? <laughs> like, that clean family bathroom? That doesn't sum up the, you know, going through life. Yeah, it's just, like, that's what matters to me now. You can follow Nick on Twitter at nkirby, N-Y-Y. You can follow me at JJ from the Bronx on Twitter, on Instagram. Follow uh, the podcast at George's Box Pod. Uh, very funny on Twitter. Need to get better at Instagram. We'll probably do some Instagram Live, some Q&As and all this stuff because we're going to be in the car a lot driving around um, to, to go to different games. So, yeah, I'm excited for Tampa. I'm ready to go, man. Happy New Year. This is New Year for us. Yeah. We'll, uh, so we'll see you in Tampa, uh, but we'll definitely see you at the parade. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.